0: So in Holland, we are still not across the chasm. This is a model I use a lot, maybe for some of you unknown. It basically says how many are, or who is using and how much uh, uh, users you have. And when there's a new technology, new product, you have the innovators and people that go first. You have the early adopters, their neighbors. And then after the chasm, you slowly get your mom, your dad, and maybe even your schoolmates. And then it's the late majorities, and that's when you go even further. So in Holland, we still do not have humongous numbers. That means that the investments are still relatively low, and we have to be real about that, even though the potential is, of course, high, because that's why we're here and exploring this. Yet on the other side, of course, there's the US. And in the US, this summer I was in New New York. I had a talk at Nodes uh, in New York itself. Okay, they're digital people, but everybody there had a speaker, as well as their mom and or their neighbor. And in short, I mean, N is random here, but uh, that kind of shows you that it is indeed going into the early uh, majority. The budgets are going up, uh, more pro- products are created, and yeah, that's, I think, very interesting. I'm very happy to see that. In Holland, I do sle- see a slow uptake in the requests of work I get myself as an agency. Um, not as much, of course, as I'd like to, but I've learned to be patient. If you look at the shipments, this is the latest numbers that were published by SAR Insight, one of the many research agencies. We can have this uh, approved soon if that's really relevant by people who are experts here. But this year, 205 speakers will be shipped globally, including China. So in Holland, I think the latest number in March was like half a million, roughly, if I'm correct, of, of speakers uh, shipped. It's, it's good, it, but I think most importantly, this is just looking at those smart speakers, the devices that you see here. It doesn't include uh, the usage of Siri or uh, assistant on your phone, which I know by heart is, has a number of 2 billion voice-capable devices in the world. And just to be clear, there has not been any research about usage in general of voice specifically. So that still, of course, is very good, but we don't know. And just. Um, China this year, thirty-two million. Look at how quickly that is going. Can we have audio on the computer? Nah. Well, too bad. It's uh, Justin Bieber with the song. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> As you would know, everybody uh, in the voice space, all platforms had the news come out that people were reading, were typing up whatever was spoken into uh, into the speakers. And everybody also said sorry by now and has focused on their privacy initiatives. And basically as I see it, I mean, they were kind of sloppy. Of course they need at some point to process all the voice input that they have at some point, but they need to be clear about how they do it, what they do with it, should you be able to delete it? How do you delete it? So now they are all uh, aware of the fact that they were floppy and are doing it better. I really like the fact that literally I just googled sorry Alexa, sorry Siri and boom I came up with everything. Just yesterday uh, Alexa had a big event. They now have auto delete. Yes, an awesome feature we all wanted. But, hey, I think it's very important because privacy, of course, is the key issue with voice for a lot of people, especially here in the Western or in Europe, and they're addressing that. The Alexa avalanche. Who here read the news about what Alexa released? Ah, some people, good. I'll just go through it. Uh, let's start here. Glasses. Bone conducting. Uh, like the, I think Bose already has those glasses. You can get them there. I ordered them already. You have earbuds with Bose noise canceling, you have a new speaker with an alarm in it, yes you can see the time as well, really innovative, you have a new normal speaker, you have an awesome speaker, you have a Wi-Fi hub with Alexa in it, you have cameras that will talk to your guest for you, <laughs> can you imagine that, I don't know yet how that's gonna work, they have a bigger screen, and I think this is also an interesting, this is a smart plug that you can extend yourself with lights. Uh, with dimmers, with uh, uh, sorry, not with dimmers, with uh, uh, gesture, so that when you wave in front of it, it'll also work, and you can just plug other things into it. Really cool, and I mean, this to me is cr- across the chasm. They're just dumping all these innovations. This is clearly over 10,000 people at Alexa doing a lot of work. Just quickly, some videos. Oh, we don't have audio anymore. Is it plugged in, Sam? This is the deck we use. Introducing Echo Frames, eyeglasses that let you take Alexa with you. Alexa, good morning. Good morning. Your next event is coffee with Rebecca at 9 a.m. Echo Frames direct sound straight to your ears so you can discreetly hear Alexa. And with no cameras or displays, you're free to see the world around you. They work with your phone and are controlled by your voice, helping you... Okay, you get it. Because I don't have much time. So basically, you'll have your, your frames that you talk to, and it's your, your, your phone is just like a router. Who here expects to use this in two years? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. isn't that funny? Um, so there was another thing I just forgot to read up on the on the big overview slide. They have a ring coming out. Let's watch that one. What's on my grocery list? You have five items on your grocery list. What's twenty percent of forty-seven fifty? Nine dollars and fifty cents. Jay, I've just landed. Turn on the living room lights. Pre-order now. <laughs> Isn't I? I don't know about this one. This is really out there, I think. But on the other hand, why not? And of course, they're just trying stuff out. And I have three minutes, and way not enough time as usual. Uh, oh, and of course, you hear this. Mm-hmm is a tasty burger. Samuel L. Jackson voice will be available soon, so we don't have to just listen to uh, Alexa. Another important thing, some people may have seen my earlier personal initiative, there is a voice interoperability initiative, uh, basically to get, yeah, to make sure that everything works better together. What is nice when you're uh, an Amazon is that you get all the brands to work with you. Interesting, of course, is that Apple isn't in there, Samsung isn't in there, and uh, Google as well. Yet a very important thing, because the the worldwide web consortium-like movements are missing. I do not really believe that the industry itself should start it, but it should be an independent uh, organization. But still, it's a good initiative. Another thing is that since this last week, the latest Amazon devices can see, so you can hold up a product in front of it, and then it can figure out what it is—a banana, a can of a jam, or what a jam, or whatever. It's aimed at uh, people who cannot see well. But on the other hand, yeah, it just basically can help you as well. Your kids can hold up what they want on the grocery list, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. To me, this is very interesting because it's a new dimension that opened. Um, if you are in the industry, you're, or if you want to do. Voice uh, stuff. Go to Voicebot AI and look up the brand innovators uh, in Voice 2019. This is all the brands where they have described their cases and have good examples. So take a picture of this, look it up later. I didn't even have time myself to look all through it, but I'll be doing that because this is well vetted content. That was quick. You can download it later. Okay, that's one more time. Yes. Okay. Um, another insight I picked up this summer. When you had the app world, uh, or when you had apps, you spent almost oh, no, well, 35% or more on marketing of the app. Hey, download the app. Get my app. App is awesome. With voice, people are forgetting about it. You have an awesome voice experience, and then you expect people to come. Do not do that. Get the money. Put it in there. I think Doritos was a good example. We had them earlier on the podcast. Who purposefully spent money on getting people to use their cool stuff. Don't forget that. I thought that was a very interesting insight. Starbucks just made a specific speaker just for themselves in China. 3,000 were made and you can order your Starbucks just with their speaker. And of course you can listen to their playlist. Can you imagine that? That you are say Campina and you make your own specific milk speaker. Well you can buy these setups now in China of course. That's how quick this is going. It's not relevant for us. I haven't looked up the price yet but I will. Um, So wait a minute, what about Google? So Google, uh, I just this morning asked like, hey, what's going on with Google? Because there's so much stuff going on with Amazon, but what's with you? So Google, I think most important, they launched in Belgium and they have a male voice now. I think that's the most important thing. Uh, And I'll skip that one for time. Lastly, um, if you look at the web, if you look at the internet, the landscape is like the moon. It's thrown full with all these providers, with all these people that have all these awesome solutions. Voice is still pretty empty. There's hardly any growth. And that, I think, is very important. If you are developing, don't look just at Google or maybe just even at Amazon. Yes, they do a lot. They get all the attention. They have awesome quality. But there's room for so much more. Because if you work with them, you are part of their strategy instead of your own strategy. And you you lose a lot of data. So yes, they are cool. They are the platforms, they have everything. But you can get your own chipsets and put it in your products. If you have a toaster, if you have a bike, that's not that hard to do. And then you use Nuance or any other major independent provider of technology. For 50,000, you have already your own simple uh, technology available in your app or in a platform. Can you imagine that? You do not have to go Google. And of course you have all kinds of other things. Um, four trends I'm really into. Biometric ID, we forget about it but it's almost v- it's, it is easier to use your voice as identification. The technology is sound, over 75% in New Zealand already uses it. Uh, all the people there, 75%, more than no, it's not that cheap, I won't say anything about it. I'm into psychometric profiling, like through your voice you will hear if you're extrovert uh, or not, and therefore you can change the conversation. Voice as, a, or your apps as a voice route, I already explained that with the glasses. So if you have a thick app, look at Siri. Siri is getting more and more powerful to do stuff with. and You don't have to have a specific action. And I'm really into the independent stuff, I just said that as well. So that, in short, is the state of voice.